Hey friends, welcome to the show. This is the go-to place to simplify your home and create some home management systems to easily support your life-changing habits. As a mom, I am always looking for ways to get my kids more involved in taking care of our house, cleaning up, doing chores, all of the things. And lately, I have been utilizing a couple of different phrases, probably over the last couple of months, that I've noticed have been working really well. Now, as I've told you in previous episodes, it's so important to lay a foundation of respect with your family members. If you want to change their habits, get their help, have them be more involved, it's so important to start with yourself first. And then look for ways that you can connect with your family members and build up that trust and respect with them. So on today's episode, I am sharing with you five simple phrases that you can try out on your kids to help encourage them to clean up around the house as well as have good home management habits. You can probably apply these to yourself as well if you find yourself being lazy, or a slob, or any other adjectives that you like to use on yourself. Friends, we need to be a little bit more kind, kinder to ourselves, and probably to our family members as well. So as you are thinking and applying these phrases to your own life, maybe you can ask yourself these phrases as well. All right, let's dive into what these five simple phrases are. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Do you ever find yourself wanting to ask your kids to help out around the house, but you don't know exactly what to say to them to actually get them to do it? Or they come back at you with an attitude or they're arguing with you or it doesn't really get done and you end up badgering them, asking them multiple times to do it and you find yourself frustrated. You end up giving up. (laughs) I can relate, mamas. I have those days too and I have those moments. They happen multiple times. And something that I wanna share with you are some phrases that I have actually gotten good results from. Something that has been really beneficial from my coaching clients that I've been working with is that when we are troubleshooting different areas in their schedule, in their daily routines and their rhythms, and we're talking about different things like bedtime routines, morning routines, homework routines, something that they have found immensely beneficial is the wording that I suggest to them to say to their kids or to say to their family members. They, It's not that they can't come up with these things on their own, but when we are in the thick of chaos, 
Sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes we can't see the answer so clearly because we are blinded by the stress that consumes us. So having somebody look at our situation or our schedule or our routines and just troubleshoot with us and give us suggestions of like clear phrases to say to our kids or how to approach our kids or our spouses on different topics or different subjects or if we want to change up a routine or change up how we do something or our systems or our processes. It's hard to know exactly what to say. And I'm not saying that there is a perfect way to say anything. Trust me, I am sharing with you on this podcast from a place of personal experience. I have three kids. They are currently 10, 12, and 14. And no, motherhood doesn't necessarily come with a manual. Yes, there are books, like I've said before, there are books out there that will help you with parenting. There's lots of parenting books out there. And actually, a couple of years ago, I just shut them all down. I was like, I am done. I don't know if gentle parenting or baby wise or what is that? Parenting a strong-willed child, like it's all too much. I finally just shut it all down. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to lean into what the Lord is telling me to lead, lead my kids with. I'm going to be, I'm going to like just give myself some time and some space to like really lean into how do I want to raise my kids outside of all of this influence, right? So sometimes we have to like tune it all out. It's too much. So like I was saying, motherhood and home management doesn't necessarily come with a manual. And if you didn't have a great relationship with your mother or with your father, or they didn't manage their home well, or you don't want to mimic them, you probably haven't had a good example. So we're all figuring this out as we go. Like I tell my kids a lot, I am doing this parenting thing for the first time, okay? I need some grace. I'm gonna mess up. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I'm not perfect. My parents never said that to me. My dad never apologized. I, I'm sure my mom did because she's a very, very kind person. My dad never apologized. My parents never said, hey, we're doing this parenting thing for the first time. We really don't know what we're doing. And I tell my kids that. And they, sometimes when I'm having a hard day and they see me stress, they'll just reach over and put a hand on me and say, mom, it's going to be okay. Okay? Don't. Now, I understand the the notion of like protecting your kids and not showing your stress all the time, but they have to understand that you are human, okay? I tell my kids, when you're sad, act sad. Don't retaliate out of anger or try to get back at somebody. So when I'm stressed or sad, I act sad and I want them to have compassion on me. So I tell them, I'm doing this parenting thing for the first time. I don't have it all figured out. You're doing this kid thing for the first time. You don't have it figured out. So we're going to give each other grace. And as I learn new things, I'm going to apply them to our family. And it's going to be ongoing. We might change up our schedule sometimes to figure out what works better. And I need you to be flexible with that. I need you to give it a good effort because I'm going to give it a good effort. Okay. So as you are in like putting into practice these new things that I am sharing with you each week, First of all, don't bite off too much, too more than you can chew, okay? I told my client just today, because you are doing so much, 
you're multitasking, you're trying to get all this stuff done, you're jam-packing your schedule and your day, you're actually not doing anything. So we need to pull it back a little bit and simplify the training process and get really good at one tiny habit at a time. One tiny habit in the right direction. So as you are, now if you're new to the podcast, you're probably excited and you're probably going back and binging all of the episodes. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't try to do everything at one time because it's going to fall flat. You need to take one bit of information and apply it for a good amount of time before you can work on something else. So if you're just listening to the podcast and trying to be a podcast student, then take some notes, but don't overwhelm yourself. That's why I love coaching people one-on-one because I give them just enough each week so that they can actually apply it and it sticks for the long term. All right. So I'm coming to you and sharing with you my personal experiences. I don't have it all right. I don't have, we're not perfect over here on our farm by any means. But there are some things that I try. It works. I'm going to bring it to you and share it with you. So one of those things is some phrases that I use for my kids. Now, I have not always been a really like calm, slow to speak person. I've always, like in the past, it was like, spare the rod, spoil the child kind of mentality. (laughs) And that's fine when they're little and you can kind of control your kids when they're little and they listen. They're like, whatever you say, mommy, I'll do it. But as they get older, like I have a teenager and a preteen. And had I not like switched gears a little bit and like really worked on like earning their respect as a person who also respects them, not just that they should respect me because I'm their mom and I could spank their butt, but they really truly want us to live a happy life together. They want to be with me. They want to enjoy being with me. They don't want to be fearful of me. So I have been using a couple of phrases. Now, depending on the level of respect and the relationship that you have with your child currently, you might have to you know, tweak these phrases. You might, they might not work immediately. It's not like a magic pill. It's not like, oh, okay, here's the answer to all your problems. No, take some information. Let it be like an aha moment, like opening your eyes, taking the veil off your eyes and be like, oh, I'm much more aware. If you are listening to this podcast, you are a person who enjoys personal development. You want to be a better person. You want to be a better mom. You want to be somebody better who manages your home better because you know that if you can figure that out, it's going to make you happier. It's going to make you feel like that mom guilt is gone. My, my client today, she was just telling me how she wants to spend more time with her kids, but she's always saying after this or later on or and she ends up not getting to it. So if you want to be that person, then I know that you are because you're listening and you're trying to figure it out. All right. So all that to say, I'm going to share with you these five simple phrases that I have been utilizing in my home that I feel like has been giving me a good result. Now, obviously, don't do them all at one time. (laughs) I'm just going to use all these five phrases on on you today, but do them when they're appropriate. Okay. So the first phrase... I love this one. (laughs) If your kids, 
if you have established a dishwashing system and a dishwash and I, I actually teach you a dishwashing system in my Ki simplify your kitchen course so if you want to go check that out you can go to habitsandhome.com courses to uh, check that out um, but you should have a dishwashing system a system is a way you do a task okay so establish your dishwashing system so if your system requires that the, the kids all wash their own dishes that's the system in our house, or the system is you rinse your dish, you put it in the dishwasher, and you're, and everybody knows what the system is. You can't create systems and not let your family be aware of what the systems are and what's expected. And if your child doesn't follow through and maybe they leave the, the dish on the counter or they leave the dish in the sink without rinsing it and they walk away, here's something that I started saying to my kids a couple of, actually a couple, maybe a year ago, I said, who are you leaving that for? E, super simple, not in a way of like an attitude. Who in the world are you leaving that for? No, just remember, you have to have respect in a relationship with your kids before you start, you know, saying things like this. Who are you? Hey, buddy, who are you leaving that for? You see how that like change that tone? I changed my tone just slightly instead of who are you leaving that for? to, hey buddy, who are you leaving that for? Okay, they might not be aware that, you know, sometimes we do things and we're not even thinking. So just bringing that to their attention, it will either, it will cause them to either go into action mode, which means, oh yeah, I remember I need to wash the dish dry and put it away, or I need to rinse it and put it in the dishwasher. It will also have them think like, oh, when I leave my dish, I'm actually leaving it for someone else. You're leaving it for either two people, someone else to do for you. And if you have developed this habit of the system, dishwashing system, then they should know what to do. They shouldn't have to leave it for somebody else. Or they are saying that they're leaving it for themselves when they come back later. And you know what it's like to leave yourself work to do for later. It doesn't feel good. And so we need to, we we want to train up our kids with good home management habits so that they don't leave themselves with things to do later when they can do it right now. We don't want to instill in them procrastination. So just simply ask yourself, "Hey buddy, who are you leaving that for?" <laughs> All right, the second phrase that I have for you is um, something that I've been coaching some of my clients through to help them with bedtime routines or um, just being able to give their kids a time frame is I'm going to come to your room in 10 minutes to kiss you goodnight. Let's just use bedtime for an example. I'm going to come to your room in 10 minutes to tuck you in for bed. Please make sure you have these three things done. And if it's bedtime, you say, put the tablets in the basket, brush your teeth, pick up around your bed, make sure your bedroom is reset. Okay, give specific, three specific steps. It might be brush your teeth, pick up around your bed, lay out your clothes for the next day. I'm gonna come to your room in 10 minutes to tuck you in, okay? It gives them a point of reference of when they need to have these things done. It gives them exactly what's expected of them. It gives them a simple, doable action steps. Think about like if somebody told you to do something, you would want it to be simple, right? And you would wanna know your deadline. And you would want to know the results of what's going to happen if you don't meet the deadline. So your mom is going to come and tuck you in. And that's an exciting time because you might get to read 
you might get to cuddle. And I tell my boys, hey, in 10 minutes, I'm going to come to your room. Please make sure you have your teeth brushed. Your room is reset. And I don't know. I don't know what the other th third thing is for us uh, because we don't leave to go. We don't lay out our clothes. But um, and the consequence is because they like to cuddle with me at night and for me to read them a book. And that takes time. So if, if they don't have those three things, if their room is not reset by the time I come up there and if we do this daily, then it's not a big issue. It's not like a big overhaul of cleaning up their room. It's just resetting. I talk about that a lot on the podcast. And I also have a reset checklist, a daily reset checklist that is free for you to download over at habitsandhome.com. So make sure you grab that. So the consequence is if I have to take the time to reset your bedroom, then we don't have time to cuddle. We don't have time to read. We don't have time to talk. Now, if you, if your kids don't care about things like that, which I hope that they do, then it might be, hey, buddy, you didn't have that done, those three things done by the time I came to tuck you in. So tomorrow, you're not going to have any tablet time. I'm sorry, but, you know, and you might get a fight, but after you do it consistently, kids need their parents to be consistent, okay? So designate a time that you're going to say, hey, guys, it's 10, in 10 minutes, Go ahead and put towels down. I'm going to come to your room in 10 minutes. Make sure you have your teeth brushed. Your room is reset. and Your clothes are laid out for the next morning. All right. The third simple phrase that I have for you is, oh, I love this one. It's one that I've actually been putting to practice lately with my kids. So during the day, and if you have school kids, you can have them, you can ask them in the afternoon, but maybe about lunchtime because we homeschool, um, but this is not specific to homeschoolers. Um... What is something you did today that you are proud of? This could be something that you even like that cuddle time or that uh, if you have teenagers, you talk with them at night when you're talking them in or saying goodnight. What is something you did today that you are proud of? Okay. Now, how is this going to help us get our kids to clean the house? Well, it's going to help bring to their mind different tasks that they could do that will make them proud of themselves. And you can make it specific. What is something you did in the house today that you can be proud of, okay? And if there's nothing that they are proud of and it's like earlier in the day, then ask them this follow-up question. And I, I typically ask them anyway because I want them to make a goal for the rest of the day. What is something you can do today that you will be proud of at the end of the day today, okay? So that's just a really good way of helping your kids be proud of the work that they're doing and have them think ahead of what they could do that's going to give them that intrinsic motivation to contribute to the home. All right, the fourth phrase that I have for you is, let's get these three things done so that, and then you fill in the blank, so that, and make it something that they would enjoy. For me, I tell my kids if they're going to a friend's house today, I said, okay, guys, let's get these three things done so that we can get to your, we can leave the house early, uh, early enough that you have a lot of playtime at your friend's house. Now, <laughs> my kids are older and they don't like me saying playtime or playdates or anything like that. I have to say hangout. <laughs> are your kids older yet? And they're saying hangout. <laughs> it's a fun time to be a mom, <laughs> but and this might mean like in the afternoon, hey guys, let's get the the kitchen reset so that we can all sit down 
and watch TV together or so that I can actually relax too or I can go outside and play with you too, okay? So the phrase is, let's get blank done so that, okay? And make it something that that would be enjoyable to them. All right, the last phrase that I have for you, and I, I probably mentioned this before that I use with my husband, but use it with your kids as well. I see you and I'm proud of you. I see what you're doing. Sometimes we don't even notice the little tasks that our kids are trying to do. We just, you know, we're so busy or caught up in our own world that we don't notice the little things. Like I will, I will notice, I see that you put your shoes where they were supposed to go. And I am so thankful that you did that. That means so much to me. Something I've been doing or that I've been noticing with my boys, like I said, we have a dishwashing system, which is wash, dry, put away, wash, dry, put away, wash, dry, put away. Everybody does that. That completes the food cycle. Like you get your dish out, you put your food on the dish, you eat your food, you wash, dry, put away your plate. It completes the cycle. Now you might use your dishwasher and have a different system. That's okay. So I have been instilling this dishwashing system in my kids for like two or three years. And I've been saying it over and over, y'all. You think... You think these little habits of teaching yourself and your kids get, is is like gets boring and you have to be consistent with it? Yes, it pays off. I'm telling you, it pays off. Take one teeny tiny habit at a time, one microscopic change in the right direction and get really bored with it. Just like say it over and over and over. Like it's second nature to your kids. And so when my kids wash, I mean, when they eat now, I I have been noticing that my kids, especially my boys, my daughter is a different breed. She's like very tidy and I'm so thankful for her. But um, the boys, they're 10 and 12 years old and boys can do this, y'all. I'm telling you, they will wash dry and put it away and they're just like doing it and I'm like standing beside them and I didn't even tell them. And it's not like they're doing it because, oh, mama's going to say it. It's like habit. It's like the habit is finally stuck. And so instead of just like, you know, seeing it and be like, oh yeah, they're doing it now. I am like saying to them, I see you. I see what you're doing. And I'm so proud of you. And it makes my heart so happy. So praise goes a long way. The last phrase that I have for you is I see you and I'm proud, proud of you. And this is what it means to me that you did that. All right, friends, I hope this inspires you. I hope it motivates you. I hope it encourages you in some way to talk to your kids, be human with them. They're human, you're human. Just be human with each other and try these phrases out. Take one of them, I'll put them up on the blog and you can refer back to them and I'll put the link in the description so that you can look over at that blog post. But the five simple phrases to say to your kids to get them to help cleaning around the house and for good home management is who are you leaving that for? It could be a dish. It could be their laundry. It could be their dirty clothes that they've left on the floor. Who are you leaving that for? The second phrase, I'm going to come to your room in 10 minutes. Make sure that you've done one, two, and three. Next phrase, what is something you've done today that you are so proud of? Or what is something you can do today that you will be proud of at the end of the day today? Then let's get these things done so that 
And then the last one is, I see what you're doing. I know that you're trying and I am so proud of you. This is how much that means to me. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you found it inspiring and motivating. If you haven't yet, please leave a review on the podcast. This lets me know that you find these episodes to be helpful. And if you are someone who is interested in one-to-one coaching, email me, lisa at habitsofhome.com for a free consultation. All right, I will see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.